This is Around the Table, where we explore the benefits of cooperative ownership. And this week, we're joined by Will Stafford, CHS Washington representative, to discuss agriculture and trade policy updates and expectations. Will, we now have membership of the Congressional Ag Committees uh, finalized. What priorities do you expect they will have during this session of Congress? Well, first off, we're seeing a change in leadership in both the House and Senate Agriculture Committees, with Senator John Bozeman from Arkansas taking over the top Republican spot in the Senate, and David Scott from Georgia as the new House chairman taking over for longtime chairman Colin Peterson in the House. Uh, we also have a new top Republican in the House committee as well. Uh, that's G.T. Thompson from Pennsylvania. So this leaves Democrat Debbie Stabenow, the Senate chairwoman, as the only leader on either committee that has held the gavel in the past. As far as policy priorities go, I would expect both the House and Senate to hit the ground running on climate-focused legislation. I think in the Senate, we'll see Chairman Stabenow uh, push for her Growing Climate Solutions Act legislation, which is a bipartisan bill that instructs the USDA to reduce barriers into carbon markets for farmers and ranchers. I expect Chairman Scott in the House to also make climate policy a focus of the committee, in addition to food security issues, crop insurance, disaster assistance for growers, rural broadband, just to name a few. Uh, I know that Chairman Scott and his staff are also actively monitoring the drought conditions, conditions happening in some Midwest and Western states like South Dakota. Other than the leadership, who are some of the other new and notable members of the Ag Committees, and what do you think they bring to the table? Yeah, we do have several new faces on, on both agriculture committees. On the House side, many of the new members are on the Republican side of the aisle. I think the biggest thing uh, many of them bring to the table are the large agriculture presences in some of their districts. Uh, some notable names in that group include former Kansas Lieutenant Governor Tracy Mann, who now represents Kansas's big first district uh, and was highly endorsed by major agriculture groups in the state. Uh, Randy Feenstra from Iowa's 4th District. Congressman Feenstra defeated incumbent Steve King in the Republican primary, and he brings representation from the Iowa 4th uh, back to the Agriculture Committee, uh, which it hasn't had in a while. Um, and Michelle Fishbach from Minnesota's 7th District, who defeated longtime chairman Colin Peterson. Uh, Congresswoman Fishbach's district is another agriculture-dominated district that includes many CHS owners. On the Senate side, we have three new Democrats, uh, Cory Booker from New Jersey, Raphael Warnock from Georgia, and Senator Lujan from New Mexico. Uh, I expect them to be very active on issues surrounding minority farmers and nutrition programs. Uh, on the Republican side, we have Roger Marshall from Kansas and Senator Tuberville from Alabama. Uh, Senator Marshall um, will bring his experience from the House Agriculture Committee over to the Senate, where he was elected to replace former Chairman Pat Roberts. What impact do you think Tom Vilsack's return to USDA will have? Uh, first off, I, I think the first thing that he brings back to USDA is his experience, uh, having served in his role for two terms under former President Obama. He knows who the players in agriculture policy in Washington, D.C. are, and he knows how to get things done. So I think he'll be able to hit the ground running once confirmed. Many major ag groups in Washington, D.C. have already praised his appointment. Uh, as far as policy goes, I think USDA will take up the push for climate initiatives that President Biden has indicated will be a focus for his administration. Uh, there's already been a lot of discussion in Washington over USDA's ability to use the Commodity Credit Corporation as a carbon bank to help finance carbon capture practices on farmland. Um, I think there will also be an increased focus on existing conservation programs at USDA and offering incentives for farmers to take up climate smart practices. 
Secretary Vilsack's nomination was approved by the Senate Agriculture Committee last week and could be approved by the full Senate as soon as this week. Um, so he's almost back into his old role. And like I said, he's probably going to hit the ground running. So we kind of know the direction, the parameters. Any specific ag initiatives from the Biden administration that you'll be watching for? Yeah, sure. In addition to some of the USDA uh, initiatives that I mentioned, we're also keeping a close eye on other climate initiatives, other regulatory measures being discussed at agencies like the EPA, the Department of Transportation, Department of Energy, just to name a few. Uh, We're also watching for additional executive orders coming straight from the White House. Uh, One area I'd I'd like to highlight uh, is trade. The ability to sell commodities abroad is obviously extremely important to our business and our farmer owners. Uh, so we look forward to the new uh, to the confirmation of the new trade representative, Catherine Tai, uh, and we'll be watching how trade policy unfolds under her leadership. Uh, the phase one agreement with China, for instance, has been working extremely well for CHS over the last year. And we're interested to see how the new administration continues the agreement over the second year of its implementation. That's Will Stafford, CHS Washington representative. And thanks for joining us around the table. Learn more about the benefits of co-op ownership from CHS at cooperativeownership.com.